0: so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome
1: to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. Like when you remove money from the table and you're just kind of left going like, what should my life look like? What do, what do I want my life to be? Well, I'm your host, Tony Grubmeier, and I've got a really special guest for you today. Somebody who I think is going to help kind of make you stop in your tracks and imagine what your life can be because today's guest actually died. She suffered from cardiac arrest that led her to being clinically dead for 25 seconds. And I think anytime you stop for even a second and think about that, that means that everything stopped in you and something caused you to come back. And she believes that dying saved her life. And in her new book, The Time Method, a no-bullshit guide to creating abundance of time, she shares her very personal experience, and she's going to help you today as we get ready to climb up Success Mountain. So please join me in welcoming Monique Lindner to the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Tony.
1: Well, I appreciate it. And it's a difficult interview for anybody watching today because she has video and audio and I only have audio. So uh, it it kind of causes a little bit of the conversation to shift. But the good thing is uh, Monique's ready to play full out. She already told me as we got started. So one question for you and then we will get ready to go up success mountain. What is your definition of success?
2: Um, I love that question. So I think when you can live free of the pre and I probably mispronounce it, uh, pre-judgment and any other expectations from the people in your life and just actually live by your own rules. I believe that's success.
1: I love that. I love. I love the concept too of free, right? Like so many of us, we're locked up in our head. I saw a great illustration of this yesterday we we may be free in the sense of life we think right but in in reality we're we're like holding this huge weight in between our two ears that's kind of dragging us through life I'd love to just get the uh, elephant in the room discovered 25 seconds right clinically dead what what time frame of your life childhood middle when did this happen
2: I was 19 years old and um by this time i was a very uh structured organized person i already worked for six years by this time i started when i was 13. Um, still in school and college actually by this time but um, i also worked full-time besides school and college and i did party quite a bit as well so there was not much time to sleep And I was born with two chronic illnesses, and one of them uh, decided to kick in a little bit harder than it would usually do after six years of not having one day free, um, working an average of 18 hours a day and not sleeping longer than two, three hours a day for six years.
1: Wow. Well, at 19... and not really ever stopping uh, in those six years. And and, and I, I functioned on four hours of sleep uh, pretty much. I have since I was 18. I'm, I'm 48 now. I, I want to ask you, like, what's life like today for you and how you became free? I mean, fast forward to what you're doing now. Tell me a little bit about the structure, because you said you were very structured and an organized person. <laughs> how different does your life look today than when that happened at 19?
2: Yeah, I want to prephrase that with that. I'm German and it makes a lot of sense to people who know about Germans quite a bit. Um, Germans are very known for efficiency and their structures and organizations and all, you know, gotta be in place and all of these things. So I was this very typical kind of person. And funny enough, um, I still am somewhat this way, but also very different. In Thailand, where I am right now, we would say same, same, but different. Um, so basically nothing is really the same. So my days now look like that. I usually get up as well at 5am, not because I believe in the 5am club or anyone should be dragging themselves out of bed, but because I believe in uh, chronobiology and, you know, your energy types and, um, I just naturally wake up at five and just like you, I slept four hours a night for the past 20, 20 something years. Yeah. And I'm now actually training myself to get to five and a half or six hours, but it's another topic. And, um, other than that, I do a morning routine and this is also not structured. I actually go by what I feel like I need the most And it usually has to do with energy recharging, um, definitely some movement and nature. And after that, I start working around 9 a.m. I work about like four or five hours and having lunch and meeting friends. And then, you know, I spend a lot of time just hanging out in a lot of beautiful places, to be honest, and just watch people study human behavior and um, have a good life. Oh, and elephants.
1: I love it. Um, what brought you to Thailand?
2: Uh, the short answer is an airplane, but this was. Uh, <laughs> so, so basically, um, I left Germany for the first time when I was 19, half a year after I actually died of this cardiac arrest. Because by this time, I was like, holy damn, you know, I don't have any time anymore because this is what. You would think of your own life if I died already now, when it's the next time and then it's the last time. So I started traveling and uh, that was basically 14 years ago. And then I moved around the world. So, so far, I've been to 44 countries and I lived in eight of them and also worked in, in those eight countries. And really, um, six years ago, when I left Germany for good and, and was traveling full time, I was keep, like, I kept coming back to Thailand because I was just so, I guess I want to say a little bit fascinated of the culture, it which is so different from Germany, right? And being able to just live life without having to chase time. And I learned that in Thailand, I would say. It definitely brought me sometimes to my knees, <laughs> To my Germanies of um, wanting to have things on time, being impatient, um, waiting for people for hours, and now I'm just like pretty, pretty relaxed about it. So I think, um, yeah, it's really the people and the culture here.
1: No, I love it, and I love I loved your short answer too. A plane, yeah, a plane brought me here. <laughs> um, but <laughs> one of the pieces that I really really loved, and I and I want to shift also, and really dive into a book. You said, you know, it, it literally by dying saved your life. And, you know, in quickly and I don't know how long, you know, you thought about writing a book, but we were talking before the show and you're like, in like four months, I just wrote the book. And I think when you take your life and you say, what do I want to do? And so many people have dreams. And I know people put those dreams like in the back burner and they get busy you know, living their life today, thinking, "Hey, you know, I'll do this someday, not today. I'll do this when it's convenient." And then life happens. And I love mm-hmm. the fact that you just said, "You know, I'm just gonna go make this happen." I, I love the the energy around you, and I and I loved even in your structure talk this morning too. You were you were discussing energy, and you love being around people and watching. And so I'm very connected to people. I get, I get a charge, you know I can be in a room in 30 seconds and go, the energy's wrong, I gotta shift, I gotta, I gotta leave this room, thank you for allowing mm-hmm. me space, but this is not where I need to spend my time. So one of the questions that I have is, what was the call for you, You know, maybe energy, life, the moment, that you said, hey, you know what, I'm just gonna sit down and I'm gonna write this book.
2: Mm. Um, there's a few things that come together really. Um, And one thing I want to say, because you mentioned that is a lot of people come work with me and they're like, oh, someday I want to do this. And my response is always someday is not in the calendar. So you want to choose an actual date when you're going to make it happen. Right. Because if we are always saying like one day, someday, and then you will literally never make it happen unless something really tragical. And that's that's really the thing. Right. Pain is the trigger for change. And. Like, I've never really had anyone in my life that I met, and I met thousands, if not tens of thousands of people on my travels. I've never come across someone who said, like, oh, I'm so successful, and I have it all, and I climbed this mountain, and I have the family and whatever. Now I'm going to change something. You know what I mean? It's like, this is not how change happens. So you've got to be somewhere in pain or discomfort to change. So don't put someday on your list, put a date, an actual date, or at least a year, just put a year. So funny enough, that's what I did. I had a year on my list where I wanted to write a book. It was two years ago. And obviously, I didn't write the book two years ago. And um, a friend of mine who is an author back in Germany was the first person who ever told me that I should actually be writing a book and just share my words and whatever and that people should be hearing it. And I was really confused. I was like, really? Someone would read what I have to say? That's quite strange to know. And he looked at me, he's like, yeah, I mean, that was that was really dumb of you. But you're, you have so much more to say than you think. And so I think that was always in the back of my mind. And that was basically six and a half years ago, before I left Germany. And then in the pandemic now... <laughs> Uh, One of my friends who actually wrote the foreword, um, Gregory, he also said to me, you should just write this book. Here's how you do it. You start writing and you have a designer and you can just publish it. And it's really easy. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. So, okay. I think it's really easy. And a week later, my uh, book coach, Jamia Truman Bay, showed up with her program and I signed up and suddenly I wrote a book.
0: Two
1: things that you said that were just perfect. You know, you have enough people tell you, hey, you know what? you should do something with how you show up in the world. Like you should take that and put it down on paper. So many people would love to kind of read what you have to offer And the first internal thought is, is like, for me, it's like, no, nobody would want what I have. Right. But when you hear it enough from people, you start realizing like, you know what? I do matter. And, and, so I think giving yourself permission, and then you set a deadline. And I love that. Cause so many people, I want to write a book. I'm like, okay, today, tomorrow, or when, Like you're like, I set a date two years and then you just made it happen. And it's funny because I believe once our soul is heading towards kind of where we're supposed to go, everything gets Mm -hmm. in alignment Mm -hmm. and everything else gets out of alignment. And we get really clear and focused on like the goal, right? And the goal was you set out to write a book. You didn't know how you, what, what I also loved was just kind of like start. And I'm like, um, do I start in the end? Do I start in the beginning? You know, where, where, where do I start, right? Because I, I get to the paper and the cursor on the window. Of, it just like sits there and flashes at me. And I'm like, uh, what do I start with? And I love what the book is entitled, you know, the time method. Because mm-hmm. like I got no time to waste. If the conversation for me isn't going to move me closer to like my dream or my goal or what I'm working on with my wife, I simply don't spend the time – just going down that path just because. I'm very intentional. This interview happened because of a mutual friend, Kara Parrish, said, hey, you should interview Monique. I said, great. And she's like, do you want an intro? I'm like, I don't need an intro. You told me she's good. I know that she's in alignment with my soul. I'm going in that direction. And that's just kind of how I live life. And so everything for me is very intention driven. Um, Otherwise, I just pass. So I want to say thank you first and foremost for Making time the most important thing because that's all we have together. And um, you talked about, you know, cardiac arrest and 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 literally seconds being passed before you kind of woke back up. So what I want to do is, I want to give uh, everybody a chance to just take a, a deep breath. I know we're going to go to a quick break. Um, when we come back out of the break, Monique's going to be our Sherpa and she's going to get us down Success Mountain. She's going to get us to the point where. She's going to share some excerpts from her book, maybe something that you can put into play. So pen and paper, something that I recommend you bring. If you're listening right now at your house, take a straight break and just clear your mind, come back really, really intentional with the simple fact that you're here to learn today. That's why you're listening to this podcast, right? Um, It's not my voice. It's not Monique's. It's that you're here today to learn because you know deep down inside in your soul you're ready to stretch and uh
0: so i'm gonna ask you to take a stretch break come back and we'll be right back on the be fulfilled show we're gonna take a quick break and since tony's taking one let's take one together let's take a deep breath wherever you are feel those ribs expand that chest lifts towards your chin let's do it now that feels good right That's one of over 23,000 breaths you're going to take today. You don't even think about it. You focused on that one. That's life. That's rejuvenation. That's the moment right here. And thanks for doing that with me. We all matter. Those breaths matter. Let's remember them. And let's get back to the show. All right, we are back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show. Tony
1: Grebmeyer today talking all the way to Monique. She's in Thailand, and I'm here in Denver, Colorado, and we are just talking about time. It's all we've got. You're either you know maximizing your time or wishing you could make more time because you've been wasting it. And I'm asking uh, Monique today just to share some excerpts or something maybe of a good system. And at the break, she shared something awesome with Mike, who produces the podcast, about the opposite, And it was so funny, you brought up the opposite. Try to do something opposite, 66 days. I never drive home the same way. Mm. I challenge my brain. So like most of my friends go, you live right. I'm like, I know, but we're gonna go straight. We're gonna drive up and around. They're like, you wasted like a whole bunch of time. I'm like, no, I didn't. It actually gave me more time to just look around and be um, in observation mode. And I got more time with you. So did I waste it, right? So I love that. So welcome back, Monique. I wanna talk about your book. First and foremost, where can people find The Time Method?
2: Yeah, thank you so much for asking. The website is really easy, thetimemethod.com. You can buy the paperback right there. And you can get it in all of these bookstores that you know online, your favorite ones, the one with A, the ones with B and N. I don't know if I want to advertise them here, but you can get them all there. But if you want to support businesses, try an indie bookstore maybe and ask them to order it in or just buy it on the website.
1: I love it. What, what kind of feedback have you gotten from people using your book as a tool to help them to, to literally have an abundance of time? What are some of the feedback Hmm. that you've received?
2: Yeah. So the book is out now for six weeks, September 6th was the launch date. And I already got quite uh, some really good feedback from the people who got the Kindle version, for example. And um, especially for the uh, time management, so the, the time method is basically my framework that I teach my clients, right? So it has four pillars and the book is all about those four pillars. So the first pillar is time management. A lot of people say that they haven't been able to integrate time management in their lives because it feels like a chore. It feels like they have to add it to their list and it needs to be, you know, like, it's just like doing laundry. And if you don't do it, it stinks. So it's like, (laughs) yeah. And they finally, because I break it literally down to the tiniest detail, but as simple as possible, they finally understand how they can integrate it in their lives without actually having to do more things. And that makes me really happy because this is really all about it. I don't want them to spend more time just to manage their time. So,
1: Yeah, I don't think... I don't think any of us want to add more time to our plate. Uh, m- my day is completely time blocked, and I do that because I know for me to be successful, I need to bookend my day and allow play in the middle. So I bookend my day with you know meditation, journaling, time for me with God, like just time for me to be super mm-hmm. mindful of my surroundings. I got to read my devotional. I get to like put time like, and that's in the earliest of the morning when the when the sun is. As my, my uh, stepsister Angela says, dawn's crack, right? As dawn's crack opens, we, we get a little glimmer of the sun. And, and so I love getting vitamin D. It's free. It's, it's available to all of us. Get out and watch the sunrise. And then um, just to take a deep breath of fresh air. So I do that. Mm-hmm. And then towards the evening... Um, I try to take a walk in the evening time or a bike ride or something before I get ready to go to bed. So I kind of like feel like I get to maximize the potential of my day because m- the majority of the rest of my day, I'm on calls or doing whatever. What I loved, what you were sharing in the very, very beginning is like how you get to be around people and you love kind of listening and, and observation mode. So you mentioned one of your pillars. What are the other three pillars in your book?
2: So the I is for impactful leadership. And I really talk about how you can be a leader for yourself. You don't need a team to lead. It's really about showing up powerfully. And, you know, when nobody's watching, basically, what happens? How do you show up when nobody's watching? And it's really important. Um, I lay out 11 different traits that I feel like they're uh, really powerful. And also, I've experienced them myself. And in my coaching, I help business owners integrate them. The next one is mindset mastery. Um, it's one of the things that I think we all kind of know. If, you know, in Germany, we say um, usually something around like if you have ABC or whatever, you already paid half of the rent. And with mindset, if you have the right mindset and resilience and you know how to shift your energy, as you said it, I want to say you paid already 90% of your rent. And um, the rest of the 10 is is literally just like, you know, implementation. And the last one is energy efficiency. And energy efficiency is really important to me. It has helped me to uh, heal both of my chronic illnesses, almost 90%, 95 I, you know, I live... The reason why I have so much time literally is because I'm very efficient with my energy, just as you said, right? You go into a room, you can feel the energy, you know, if you have to remove yourself or not. And for me, sometimes I don't even have to go to the room. I know when I'm invited, what kind of wipes I get from it. And I'm like, hmm. I mean, I can be wrong. But then to be honest, I've been at so many events. Sometimes I don't even have to try again. It's like, I'm not going to miss out this one event. And then people would be, but what if? Yeah, but what if not? So, you know, sometimes the time with yourself is the most important. And um, I've spent weeks or months in solitude, traveling alone, climbing mountains and volcanoes and trekking through valleys and whatever. And I feel like a lot of people, they're afraid of their own minds, of their thoughts, of what comes up there, the darkness and sight. And they're just not wanting to face it. Mm. And so energy efficiency has a lot to do with just like how you literally are really efficient with your energy, but also detox from everything around. Detox from people. I love doing that. Detox from materialistic things. You don't need them all, I promise. Um, The new iPhone doesn't have to be on the table as soon as it's out. You know, all of these things that actually just clatter your mind, your heart, your soul, your spirit. Yeah, get rid of them.
1: Yeah, all that stuff. I mean, I wrote it all down. I mean, I think the the pieces that are so important for most of us, um, I have this simple saying, it says, you're exactly where you need to be doing exactly what you said you need to be doing until you decide you don't want to do it. And then you can change, right? And you talk a little bit about that in the very beginning, too. Most, most of us don't know what we need help with. So we ask a bunch of people, and then they tell us and we don't like their answers. So then we keep doing what we're doing. We're expecting things to change, but nothing's going to change until you decide. And that's really what I think a lot of this conversation has been about is decision, right? And, and coming up mm. with where you really want to make a decision like I'm ready. And it, you know, it took somebody knocking on my door to save my life. You know um, I wanted to take my life and, and someone knocked on my door and saved my life. Uh, and that happened a little over 12 years ago. And I, I never forget that moment moving forward is that my life was so miserable and I was in so much pain that I thought the only thing to do was to take my life. And today I take time with people because it's the most important thing in my world, right? And I love the declutter. I love you don't have to have the new anything. You know, being being by yourself shouldn't be uh, something you avoid. It should be something that you actually look forward to. Um, I, would, I literally have transformed my mind into – um, a renewing kind of source of energy, right? Because mm-hmm. if it got me to the place where I used to call myself a piece of crap and I didn't want to live, but now I want to live and I don't look at myself that way, what changed? I did, right? Gandhi said, you know, be the change, you know, be the change you wish to see in this world. It doesn't mean tell the world what they need to do. It, I actually need to work on me. And so i I love our conversation today. And, uh, you know, I love the, you know, I'm from, i my family's from Germany. Like my last oh. name, my last name is Grebmeier. We're yep. in the forties to the States. And <laughs> when I went to Germany a couple of years back, I looked in a phone book. I wanted to find my family. Like I was like, Oh, I'm so fascinated. I want to look where my family's at. And I go down, I scroll down and I see Grebmeier, and it says, you know, hairstylist. I'm like, yes, we made it. You know, we're, we're, we, we own a cosmetology and beautician store. This is great. You know, we're so helpful, but what I love today, my conversation with you really reminds me of one thing. Be mindful of your time and who you spend it with and how you show up and choose to live like a vibrant life. And, and anybody gets to watch this replay will realize Monique is filled with love and life And laughter and, you know, from, from having something happen at an early age in life and knowing that, you know, have two chronic illnesses, right. And been able to, you heard it not from me, but from her 90 to 95% of them um, being mindful of what you do with your time. Uh, You can change everything. She also said, Hey, you can grab her book. It's available on all those really cool letters in the alphabet stores. But also she mentioned supporting independent business owners and stores. And if you don't see it in your local store, ask the owner to get the book. Um, So thetimemethod.com. You can learn more there. You can follow Monique on her journey. She's currently in Thailand, wherever she's going to go. I'm sure you can follow along on her story as well. So I just want to say thank you very, very much for your time today. Um, What I would love to do is bring you into what I call the fulfillment round. There are a bunch of random questions, no rights, no wrongs. Just make it up. If you don't know the answer, you just can't pass. I've only had one person pass and it really has bothered me (laughs) that they passed. I'm like, you can't pass. Make it up. Tell me a story. I don't know. Pick a daisy and tell me about the time that somebody gave you a daisy and it was the most important daisy in your life. I don't care. Just make it up. Have some
0: fun. So if you are ready, just say, I'm ready. I'm ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannica. And I promise Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The fulfillment round brought to you by shipoffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? Weirdest food you've enjoyed in Thailand?
2: So... Mm, in Thailand, maybe maybe we're gonna do worldwide because then it's gonna get weirder. It's definitely <sighs> bulls, balls, penis, and and you know the balls of a bull.
1: Gotcha. Oh, what is that called? Courtney? Oh wait,
2: fried tarantula. Rocky, rocky Mountain that?
1: oysters. We call that Rocky oh, okay. Mountain oysters. Yeah.
2: How about fried tarantula? I think that was the the weirdest in Thailand.
1: Wow, oh, what did that taste like? Do they have a, did it have a taste?
2: Barbecue sauce because that's what they <laughs> <laughs> spray on it.
1: <laughs> I love it. What are you currently reading? what would What would I find you if I said, "Hey, pull out your knapsack, your 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 bag"? What would I find there or on your Kindle that you're currently reading?
2: Um, all of the Robert Greene books. So, Laws of Human Nature, Forty Eight Power, uh, Laws of Power. Um, I finished uh, Mastery. Uh, yeah, all of his books.
1: I love it. What are you listening to right now, like music-wise? Like if I was to say, like, "Hey, let's let's put on some music. We'll have some tea, relax a little <laughs> bit." What would what would be what would we be listening to?
2: Okay, you wanted the truth, right? So, um, well, most of the times I listen to Rye X, who is a singer songwriter from um, I want to say Belgium, and uh, otherwise '90s Dance.
1: I like it. 90 Euro dance, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta figure that out. You know what, it's crazy because this conversation is perfect because I, I kind of feel like when you were talking at the break to Mike about the opposite, right? Like do the opposite, like um, I, got, I just bought a truck and I used to drive a sports car. So I, I think I went to one extreme and went completely opposite. I used to be yeah. a country DJ back in my uh, early days um, and I did top 40 and EDM and all that kind of music. And all of a sudden, like a couple of days ago, I just decided, I'm like, I'm going to listen to country music again. And so I'm I changing it. it up. So last night I was making a country playlist and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so crazy. So I love, I love your brutal, your brutal honesty too, because I think that's so important too, is mix it up. Don't you know, if you just stay the same, you'll get the same result. But if you want change, challenge yourself, stretch. Tell me some of the places that you've traveled. You said you've traveled to a lot of places. Give me like maybe your top three destinations that you've been in the world.
2: Oh, that's really mean. Top three. Okay. um, I have to put, it's really cliche, but Machu Picchu in Peru, it is just incredible, even though there's not much left of the original um, structure. But what if you can imagine how the Incas built this incredible thing on top of this mountain, it's just like, just mind blowing, just sitting there and and it took me six days to track there. So Machu Picchu for sure. Um, man, two, 40, f-
1: only two more. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. Brasil, Rio de Janeiro, because I was dancing in the samba there was one of the best schools, and we won the championship last year. So I wanna say that was successful for sure. Love it. <laughs> and um I'll give you one more. Uh it's probably gonna be mean if I don't mention Thailand, because I traveled all over Thailand and it's just such a beautiful country, and people shouldn't miss out on the country and the people and the food and the tarandulus to eat
1: i love it no you answered i i I love all of them um my wife's cousin just got back from hiking and she said she had such an incredible journey and and it's cool to hear just about how different with the incas and how life is today and how much it's changed because tourism really changes places Mm. right they they don't they want to touch everything and see everything but they don't understand everything. And so they're like, oh, let me take a photo of this. And I'm like, you're missing the point. Um, The photo should be captured up here, not necessarily on digital. So it means you have to trek over everything. I have two questions left and I would love your response. And you can, like I said, you can totally pass if you'd like to, but only one person's ever done that. What have you learned um, about this time in history right now? Like the time we're going through, it doesn't specific to anything, but just kind of like the time in isolation and the time of, this pandemic and the time of like masks and everything that people were wearing and just feeling like we're so locked up, but in reality we can be so free because that's kind of how we started our show today. So I'd be just curious mm-hmm. your thoughts.
2: I believe that everyone could need a huge bag of kindness and, uh, maybe also some common sense would be great. um, <laughs> um The reason why I say that is because uh, growing up in Germany, I come from East Germany, so I was born behind the wall. I don't know if you know much about the separation, but looking into the world right now, I don't see much common sense. And you do need a lot of common sense or street smartness, as I call it, if you travel the world as a female solo traveler, or else you'd be fucked. And so common sense would do good a lot, but kindness. And here's the thing. Kindness doesn't mean you need to be nice to people, and you need to love your uh, your neighbor who doesn't vote for the candidate who's gonna like who you are voting for. Whatever kindness just needs uh, means more compassion and a little bit more freedom and how people want to live their life. If that doesn't really hurt or impact you, and what um, I mean by that is like I have so many people who who live so differently but it doesn't impact me because it doesn't have to. If I don't make it my business, then it's not my business. So why don't you just mind your business and be a little bit kinder to everyone around you?
1: I love it. Last question for you. And then uh, we're going to let you go about your day. You woke up today and whatever your routine, whatever you did, you got to this point where we got a podcast together today and share a little bit of of who you are with my audience and hopefully my audience is now following you. Um, that's what my recommendation is, is everybody who I have on the show, you should at least check out, right? <laughs> you heard you heard enough of them today that hopefully intrigued you. And I really love to talk to people. Um, but you may have woke up today with something you wanted to talk about that we haven't even had a chance to share. So I'd love this moment if there's something that you had on your your heart that you wanted to talk about, we could talk about before we wrap up today's
0: show.
2: Thank you so much. I think I just want to drill in that understanding that time is not an asset and time is not something that you can calculate, but time really is your life. So with every little second that takes away, it's literally a second that takes away from your life. And that sounds a little bit morbid, but hey, I died and I left Earth for 25 seconds. I came back. All of these shenanigans that we do when we die. And, you know, I can tell you the time in between, the 25 seconds in between, they were not fun because I've seen all of these unimportant, unnecessary, uncomfortable (laughs) truths that I like the way that I lived my life, which is the main reason why I changed the way I'm living. So you have a chance to change basically every second. You don't have to wait for Monday or Sunday, or church, or the next uh, strategy round. You can just make a decision now and make the time in your life count.
1: I love it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, no matter where you go today, I I want you to do me one huge favor. Go check out thetimemethod.com, learn from Monique, like as I, I check out her website, I go, I see my buddy Ryan Hunter, Ryan Masters. I see Stefan Georgie. I see all these people that I know all holding a copy of her book or leaving a quote. So that tells me that the humans that I keep you know, relationships with are on the same vibe uh, as Monique. And so I know that my audience would do really amazing things by picking up a copy of The Time Method. So please do that today. Uh, That is Monique. My name is Tony. And until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best
0: day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever.